through from the northern entrance. Always turn left the first ten times, whispered Malin to herself. Then ten turns always right, then left, right, left, 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 right, right, right. But she had followed those instructions and had not found herself on the other side of the maze. Even worse, she had counted on getting through in the single day it was supposed to take. The leather bottle of water she had filled from a stream at the entrance, plus two rice cakes, should have been easily enough to sustain her. Now it was the morning of the third day. Her water bottle was empty, and the rice cakes were distant memories. This, coming at the end of a week's long trek by boat and caravan across Europe, often smuggled away in dusty crates and rat-infested holds, left her feeling frustrated at her failure, as well as hungry and thirsty. Only the distant hope that her father might still be alive, and that she might somehow live long enough to find him, kept her from giving up. Angrily, Maylin struck the stem of the nearest bamboo with her quarterstaff, the blow so powerful that it cracked the four-inch-thick bowl. The bamboo fell among its fellows, but there were so many, it might never have been there in the first place. There was nothing but impossibly tall bamboo all around, the narrow path, the sun high above. For the first time, Maylin thought she might actually die in the maze. The daughter of General Teng, to die of thirst in a bamboo forest? It was unbearable. An itch on her forearm diverted Maylin's thoughts. She slid up her sleeve and looked at the tattoo of a sleepy panda. She had kept her spirit animal, G, in her dormant state in the great bamboo maze, fearing the panda would hold her back. Now, that was the least of Maylin's concerns. Come on then, ordered Maylin. Come out and do something useful. Maybe you could eat a way through the bamboo for me. There was a flash of light and sudden movement. A furry weight pressed into her side as G appeared and leaned against her, pushing her against the closest stand of bamboo, making it shake. Hey, watch it, protested Maylin. She felt something touch her face and, thinking it an insect, brushed it aside, only to feel more of whatever it was land on her hand. She looked up and saw delicate white flowers falling from the tips of the bamboo high above, like tiny warm snowflakes. Bamboo flowers. Maylin had never seen bamboo flowers before. She knew the plants only flowered once every fifty or sixty or even a hundred years, and then they died. All the bamboo plants, all at once. The maze is dying, she whispered, staring up at the tops of the bamboo. Every stand of bamboo she could see was flowering, in a week or two, the bamboo would begin to dry out, crack and fall. Before that, the floor of the forest would be covered in flowers, attracting great hordes of rats and other animals to this once-in-a-century feast. With the maze gone, yet more of Zhong would be completely unprotected. The conquerors had overrun her poor country through the wall, and now even its lesser defences were being torn away. Perhaps even this flowering had been caused by the devourer somehow.
Chi sat down heavily and reached up to drag Mei Lin down next to her with one big paw. I can't sit down, protested Mei Lin. I have to find a way out. She pushed the panda's paw aside and took a few steps along the left-hand path. Then she hesitated, turned, and took a few steps along the right-hand path. Ji made a kind of snuffling noise. Are you laughing? demanded Mei Lin. This is very serious. I'm lost. I have no food or water. I could die here. Ji patted the ground next to her. It was a very human gesture, and it reminded Mei Lin of her father when he wanted her to sit next to him and receive some wisdom. What she wouldn't have given to see him now. I haven't got time to sit down, she rasped. Come on! It really didn't matter what path she took now, Malin thought. She was totally lost.